0: What's up, guys, and welcome to another Five Out podcast. Here I've got Josie and Brandon with me today. We're gonna to be talking about some NBA and some college hoops, of course. Uh, we've got a couple of things we're gonna talk about in the NBA, some some kind of big storylines that are going around. You know, Steph sixty-two points, a couple other things, and then when we get to college basketball, we're gonna ask the question: Why is the Big Twelve so good at college basketball this year? And I mean, I guess in years past too, because they 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 have they always have a handful of teams that are always in consideration at the end of the year like in the top 10 maybe the top 25 so we're going to kind of answer those questions but first we got to start with some of our questions now we've been uh some of those questions we've been talking about uh with trivia questions we have a a other question today about you know if you have 15 dollars, you got to create a starting five we're going to go over that but the first one hit you guys with a uh, trivia question um these ones are kind of this one's kind of tough but it's also i don't know I don't know, I, I, there, I feel bad because I've been hitting you guys with older questions, but we'll see if you guys get this one. Who won the first NBA Finals MVP award despite being on the losing team? Brandon, Brandon thinks he knows, so, Josie, give me, give me a guess who you think it might be, sir. LeBron, maybe? No, sir, it's not LeBron. Brandon, who, who do you think it is? The logo. Yep. Gary hey, West. Is. Jerry West won the award. I don't know in what year, but he won the award. It was the first ever one. I don't know how many times yeah. it's actually been done. So it's only been it's only been done by him. It's only been done by him. Okay. Only, so only by him. He's the only one that's done it. Uh, I guess that's pretty cool. But yeah, it's the logo. It was the uh, the 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 Bill Russell era. Probably, yeah. It was in because I don't think the Lakers won many the times. They only one won one.
1: Yeah. I think they only one won one.
0: Yeah, and and J- J- Jerry West is known as the logo, so it makes sense that he would be the only one that do- that did that. So,
2: did he that- update the logo to to Kobe? Just paper, paper,
3: uh,
1: I, I, I think Kobe would still say it should be Jerry,
3: because
1: because yeah. weren't they close, or at least before until Jerry went to the Clippers. But probably yeah. Well yeah, I mean it
0: may it's tough to to change the logo because it's so iconic and everyone knows, you know what it is, but. It would be cool to see Kobe. I mean, me and Brandon love Kobe, but uh, I doubt it will ever change, honestly. But we'll see. All right, so this next one, you know, everyone sees these all over Twitter. So I thought it'd be cool to bring it on the show. Actually, what we're going to do is we're going to all have our own teams. uh, And then I'm going to post it on Twitter and let the Twitter world pick the best team of the three of us. Uh, So we all have a picture of it. Uh, I'll go ahead and read off real fast uh, each dollar value and who to pick from. So we've got, um, five per row. So for the five dollars, you got LeBron, Giannis, Luca, Kawhi, and KD. Four dollars, AD, James Harden, Dame Lillard, Jokic, and Curry. Three dollars, Kyrie Irving, Jason Tatum, Joel Embiid, Bradley Beal, Jimmy Butler, and then the two dollars, Ben Simmons, Russ Westbrook, Paul George, Devin Booker, and CP3. For the one dollar value, you've got Brandon Ingram, Car Anthony, Towns, Kyle Lowry. Uh Devon Mitchell. I definitely said his first name wrong. Donovan <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> and then Zion Williams. Oh, okay. Well, so, Josie, I'm going to start with you, sir, on who uh, you would go off with your five.
2: My five would be I- – I'm going to keep it safe and just go one one per each role just to keep it like that and not risk me going over under the, the 15.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm going to go Luca, AD, Jimmy Buckets, Devin Booker, and Zion Williamson.
0: Okay. All right. So Luca A D. I'm I'm right. I'm writing this down. So it's Luca. Jimmy Butler. A D Jimmy Jimmy
2: Bucket. Devin Booker.
0: Booker. And Zion. And Zion. Okay. I like it. I like it.
1: Brandon, what about you? Who are your five? You're rolling with. Uh, at the one, I went with CP3 for two two dollars. At the two, I put Brandon Ingram for a dollar. Okay. And then at the three, I put LeBron for the five. At the four position, I put Anthony Davis for the four, and then my center was Joel Embiid at three dollars. So.
0: Okay, so we've got CP3, BI. Yeah. What's your three again? LeBron. Okay, Bron. Who's yeah, your Anthony, four? Anthony Davis. A D. And then the last one was the process. The, the process. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I, I think my team's got you guys. i I've got a I've got a good mixture, I feel like, of everyone. And if let's let's be honest, before I pick, AD valued at four dollars is a steal to me. I think he's an easy five. But nah, for sure. I saw that too. Yeah, I mean it, it is what it is. But for me, I'm, I'll, start at the, I'll start at the $1 value. I've got Zion, of course. And then I've got CP3 to run my team to make sure they're on point. Give me Jimmy Buckets at my, the $3 value one. $4 value, got to go AD. And then the five, Kevin Durant, baby. Bro, hey. my, my team crushes yours. Bro, chill, chill, chill. All I got to say is I'm running a little bit small ball. I understand. But I've got scores, I've got defense, and I've got a leader in CP3. And we'll talk about him here in a little bit. But I, my, my team, my team definitely, I, I think all teams are good, obviously. But I think, I, I mean, I, li- I like my squad. I like my squad. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Uh, but let's go ahead and move on. Let's go ahead and actually talk about CP3. Uh, because what he's been doing for the Suns team uh, is incredible. Uh, Brian, I'm going to hop to you first on this one, because I know you're a big Booker fan. So I want to hear your thoughts on what you think the addition of CP3 has
1: done to this team. Right now the Suns are the second best team in the West and they've only lost two games and they're they're 5 and 2. Um, CP3 has really um, went into that organization and told everybody, you know, I'm going to I'm going to be the leader, you know, I'm be the, the true vet, and we're going to make I'm going to make everybody better. And I think, I think he's doing a great job of that. I think I think he's letting Devin Booker, you know, go get buckets. And then I, I'm he's also helping DeAndre Aiden, which I, I think DeAndre Aiden is we're definitely worthy of his number one pick. So that's definitely going to help him out. So they just keep playing how they're playing. Second in the West, they're going to be straight.
0: Now, the question I posed to you guys in the little pre-show was, are the Suns the best in the West? And I forgot to put, you know, keep out the Lakers because the Lakers we all know is the best in the West. But do you guys think the Suns – potentially kind of are fighting for that second position in the West, or is it too early to say? Josie, what's your thoughts?
2: Well, it's going to depend on how good the role players play. Like, they've been – the Suns have been winning recently, but – and they, it's kind of scary because they're winning with the role players sort of leading them to the victory. They're not relying on CP3 and Devin Booker to play on the superstar level. So it's scary knowing that's happening in the background. It gets, it's really good to depend on that. Like, it, it, will, will both cams be able to play at the level that they're playing now? Will, will Bridges be able to play and, and be that, that that 3D wing and, and, and be successful as he is now? If they do, I can see him being a two seed, but it, it's really good to depend on that. And and eventually, Devin Booker is going to be a superhero that we know who he is. Eventually, CP3 is going to start making shots that he should be making every single day. And then having DeAndre Aiden in the paint and CP3 as your point guard, there, it's 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 coming to be a really good team, but it's gonna really depend on how well and how successful those role players keep playing every single day.
0: Yeah. Hey, I I will say this, and I know Brandon will agree with me when I say this. It's nice to see Booker not having to carry the whole team on his back. It's nice to be.
1: it. when the bubble, oh, it, it made me so mad. He mm-hmm. he was trying so hard, he couldn't even get, he couldn't even make it.
2: All right, Well, I, I have a question for you. Is CP three a Hall of Famer?
1: Easy. Easy, yes. If if he
0: leads his son's team to, I don't want to say just a playoff berth, but like a top four seed, I think he can maybe go down as one of the best point guards in the – I mean, he already is kind of in that conversation, but when it comes to like the league nowadays not being – you know, true point guards where they just pass and play defense and command the offense where they're actually, like, supposed to score and do all these different things. He is, he is a true point guard that can still do everything. And he honestly is so fun to watch. And what he did with the Thunder last year and what he's doing with the Suns right now and what he did with the Clippers years ago, even the Hornets when he started his career. I mean, it, I, I, he, I enjoy watching him play
1: basketball. He's one of my favorites. I wonder how many All-Star games he's been into. Many, yeah, um, quite quite a few.
0: But I mean, he hasn't been in been in one recently, besides last year. I think before that, he was he had a couple uh he had a he had a couple of bad years uh to end with the, the Clippers. So it, it it's tough. I mean i I think he is a Hall of Famer. I don't know if he's the first ballot Hall of Famer.
2: Yeah, that was my thing. Will it be a first ballot Hall of Famer?
0: Yeah, but I definitely think he he'll be in consideration at the end of the at the end of his career to. To potentially be a first ballot one, I, like I said, I,
2: I, I forgot he came from Wake Forest.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think t- him and Tim Duncan are the two guys that came from Wake Forest that are like the, the big guys ones. Who made it. That I mean, you know, I yeah. Made- Tim
2: Duncan was the one that who's decided to play all four years and like come out, and that's like rare nowadays to be oh. play four years and come out and have the the career that Tim Duncan did.
0: Well, and then and then yeah, I was gonna say, and he played forever, so. But yeah, I mean, it, it, well, it shows you Wake Forest is a tough school to get into, and it's a really smart school, and it shows that he, you know, shows that on the court it, it pays off to have that kind of smarts and whatnot. So but uh, let's go ahead and move on to the next one. I want to talk about – we're not going to specifically dive into those specific games, but the Hawks and Nets both play. They played on uh, December 30th, and then they played again on January 1st. The December thirtieth one was a was a very close game. It was one hundred and forty five to one hundred and forty two. I believe the Nets came out on top, and then on the first, yeah, and the Hawks,
2: the Hawks blew a fourth fourth quarter lead.
0: Yeah, and then the first, and, and the reason why I want to talk about these games is is because I think the Nets are the best team in the uh, Eastern Conference right now, whereas I think the Hawks are that up and coming team in the next couple of years that we might be talking about it. And I just want to hear your thoughts on on just kind of more so the Hawks and the Nets, because we've talked a lot about the Nets over the last couple of weeks. What are your thoughts on this Hawks team so far as the season's uh, started?
2: Well, the the Hawks, in my opinion, they're one of the youngest, most exciting and high scoring teams in the league right now. And I think it, having these back-to-back games sort of show the resiliency tied with the Hawks because they blew a fourth quarter lead and they sort of let that slip on on the first game and the second game. They sort of, got everything together and able to close it out and not let that slip to the cracks. Mm-hmm. The the Hawks do have a lot of weapons on the floor and they're young, which is scary. So they are that upcoming team. Um they have the ability to become a really good team in a couple of years. I think having that superstar and Trey Young is going to be helpful. Cam Reddish has been a really good at adi- has been picking it up this league, picking it up recently and then all the offseason additions helped out as well. So it shall be interesting in these next couple of years. I don't think this year there'll be a top five scene. It might be like in probably like a six or seven.
0: Yeah. But
2: being able to sort of show what they're made of and come back after a top after a tough loss against the Nets to come back and win, it it, it shows that the that the Hawks are going in the right on the right path to become a top two or three team in in, in the East.
0: Yeah, no, it it makes sense, and I. I think it's for me, it was kind of one of those things where the Hawks were able to kind of come back and beat the, or not come back, but like they, they lost a tough one to the Nets on the 30th and they come back two days later and beat the Nets again. And I mean, right as of right now, they're sitting on top of the Nets. Um, just on overall standings, but like we said, that, you know, different competition and whatnot. But Brandon, do you have any thoughts on this Hawks team so far and what they've been able to accomplish this year and what their future might be like?
1: Uh, I think I think John Collins and Trey Young are kind of getting to that point where they they know they they're really kind of knowing what what they like to do and you know it looks to me it looks like they're just playing wreck basketball. I, I saw a lob off the backboard yeah, against the Nets. Yeah, they just I, I, they're they're going to look great. I mean, I I hope they keep playing how they're playing. It would be nice to see Trey Young in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So they're going to keep playing playing that 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 uh, two man type basketball.
0: Yeah, and I will say this: they kind of remind me of. Not, not exactly, but they kind of remind me of that early Warriors team with, you know, Draymond, like, kind of building through the draft. They've acquired some guys in free agency. They're kind of doing it that way, it seems like, which, I mean, in my, in my opinion, is the right way. You know, you don't go and sign two big-name, you know, superstars to your team. You build through the draft, and they've, they've got very lucky with John Collins and um, Trey Young and what they've developed into and uh, adding pieces here and there. So, uh, yeah, I think they're a very scary team for the future now. Like I said earlier, we've talked about the Nets. They're a good team. They're just, you know, it's just going to – they'll be fine at the end of the year. Right now, there's no need to worry about what their record looks like and losing games and whatnot. Yeah,
1: Kyrie need more Sage, and then they'll start winning. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, there's a team out out in the Eastern Conference, though. They're 5-3 and three right now, but they haven't looked like a 5-3 and three team. That's the Boston Celtics. Brendan, are you worried about this team?
1: Uh, like whenever I, whenever I saw them play in the bubble, they lost to, uh, who they lose to? They lost to, uh, they lost it. They lost didn't
2: to- they make it, they didn't make it to the Heat. They didn't, didn't make it to Western, the Eastern Conference Finals.
0: Yeah, I think they made the, it to the, they
1: lost to, the, to the Heat then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To me, in my eyes, I thought they were going to win that game. I thought it was going to be Lakers and Celtics, but, uh, I just, I don't think that. I don't think that they're gonna I think they're gonna be the same team. Yeah. In my opinion. Uh not I mean Jason Tatum, you know, he's a great player. He's a he's a winner as well. I mean, I'm not saying he's not a winner. I mean, I just think the Celtics just they just I think they're gonna be the same. They don't they don't cut it for me. I don't know.
0: Josie, you got any thoughts on the Celtics roster?
1: They're 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 average right now. I think you worry about them in the short
2: term because mm-hmm. everybody's cause Kim was not back and Kim was a, is a big factor with that team. Right now, the Celtics are relying a lot on Tatum or Brown to put up a lot of minutes and a lot of points. And and Brown, and, I mean, and Tatum's been he's been putting up those All Star level like performances that we expect him to do. So they're that's why they're five and three. In the short term, yes, you worry about them. Long term, I don't think so. Once Kemba comes back, I think they'll start getting a the rhythm. They have Brad Stevens, who's a really good coach. And I think last time Jacob was saying that if they do really well, he'd be coach of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just they just they, they need to get healthy and then i'm sort of worried about their depth they, they they don't have the rotation that they need to become like a really a top two a top two team a top two team in the east mm-hmm. i don't know what the what the trade rumors out there of james harden maybe going to the celtics maybe that may help them but if i if i'm danny Inge if i'm danny inch and, and i got 30 million cap space i'd rather spread that out and, and get a lot of get more players to, to build that rotation that you need instead of that one superstar because you already have to what three in kemba so that's it's just we'll we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens next couple of weeks and next couple of months.
0: Yeah, I mean I not a fan of James Harden going to the Celtics. I'll say that. I think it'll stunt Tatum's growth. I think Tatum's a superstar. You can build around him. And Jalen Brown the last couple of weeks has been putting up great numbers. So I think the I think they're fine. I think Josie made a good point of them not being healthy. So we'll see. But then you go out west and and Steph we we've seen Steph do this before where he scored, you know, 25 in the first quarter and then, you know, he had like 43 through three quarters, but by then the Warriors were up so much that they just sat the the uh, starters. Well, he didn't he didn't they didn't have that luxury this year. And so we, we saw him play a full game where he scored 62 points. I mean, he hey, it was fun watching him play, hitting his shots on. It. I I he's a fun player to watch whenever he's on fire. But this is a shout-out to some of my old copel buddies. We were having this conversation of can, Kurt, can Curry carry his team to the championship like LeBron did in 07 with that terrible roster he had with the Cavs? Do you guys think Steph Curry could do that?
1: Brandon? No. <laughs> no. Stop it. I, I Stop. That's, that's disrespectful to LeBron James. That is disrespectful. Stefan has Clay Thompson, one of the second best shooters ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Oh.
2: Yeah, I, I, Steph, Steph would not be able to lead the, this Warrior, this Warrior roster to the finals. It's just, the West is just too powerful and too, and there's so many good teams on that team that they're not able to do it. It's just, it was just cool seeing Steph put up 62. I think it's one of those milestone games that he has in his career that he'll look back to and say, Oh, like I put up 62 points. Did similar like Kobe put up 81? Mm-hmm. Uh, Booker was 70 what, well, like two, two, three three years ago. And then MJ was 63 in the playoffs. So it's, it's those career games that you have. It's really cool to look back at them and just to be able to see him do that. And I think it was funny, Clay tweeting out to him saying, Welcome to the 60 Club. Yeah. So it was pretty cool. Like, like Steph's good. I think that performance showed the league that Steph can still carry a team on his shoulders if he has to but the thing is the west is too big and too powerful to be able to carry that one team to the finals lebron in 07 lebron lebron is lebron he's probably again probably the best player of all time back in 2007 uh, uh, the western conference taking taking them that that far you, it's it's doable. It's twenty twenty one. the The West is stacked. Every team on on the West has two superstars, so it's going to be hard just to
1: be able to maybe get out the first round. Um, back in 07-06, in that Eastern Conference Finals game, LeBron scored twenty five points straight. That is ridiculous. Like. And I'm not saying – I mean, Steph is a great player, but he can only shoot. He, I mean, LeBron did everything, you know. So, I, I mean, holding Curry to that standard is that's, – that's hard. But, I mean, but he don't need, but we don't need it. We, like, you know, there's no reason for him to do that. You know, he's a point guard. You know, he gets everybody going and he gets buckets. But that's, well, but that's just – I think
2: LeBron. I think Steph is he, – he revolutionized the game to what it is now. And like, we, have, we have to give him credit to that. And I think oh, for sure probably – I'm not, he's not, he's not LeBron James level. He's not a top two player of all time. He might be like a top 15, but just him coming in and be able just to rejuvenate, re, like regenerate, they basically re- rewrite the script on how a game should be played. Like there's, it's just insane. Well, LeBron did that too, coming in being a six seven two thirty, 2'30, being played point guard and everything. It's just, it's, only one of those people ever, ever in existence.
1: Yeah. But now kids in AAU shooting half court shots and mm-hmm. thinking that's how you play basketball.
2: All right. I, I have a question for you real quick. There's only six, there's only been six people. In NBA history who put up 60 points more than once. Who name me those six, or name me two of them if you can. I
0: mean Kobe. Kobe
2: one of them Kobe, 100 <laughs> percent Well, um, you can name yeah. me all six between both of y'all. Yeah, no? Okay, let's see.
1: Uh Will Co- Co- Will, Will, Will's okay. up there. Um Bird? Nope. MJ? MJ. MJ. Yes. Yep. Three more. Mil-
0: halfway. Three more. Oh man. You put
2: up one, sixty old- multiple times. Multiple times, more than once.
0: Oh, uh, Bill Russell?
2: Nope. So one's one, one is in, so two of them are like are playing right now, and one's like old school. Shaq? Nope. Nah, no 60, way. six zero
0: A- He was dominant back in the dark, Kareem.
2: But not nope. Wow. Two so are playing right oh, now. Oh, uh, two are playing. Harden's one. Harden. You, yep. You got one it, one it, more it, playing right now. Dame? Dame. Yep. You got one more. Oh, and he's old school. He's old school. What, what era? Sixty. That I don't know.
1: Okay. Let's see. Let's see. 60? Sixty.
0: Sixty points.
2: He did it four times. Elgin Baylor.
1: Oh, okay. Ah. Yeah. I was. I wasn't thinking that old. I was thinking like Me either. 70s. I was. I was thinking like Magic's era. Like I was thinking one of those. I, I, was, about yeah. say, I was about to say. Let's say George Gervin for whatever reason. I have no Ice idea. Man. But.
2: Yeah, Wilt did it thirty-two times.
0: Oh, wow, <laughs> wow! Shows, shows you the basketball back then. But so yeah, I mean, hey, here here's one thing I'll say, and and I'll get I'll get some hate for this. Um, but Steph did this once Draymond came back. I'll get some wait, hate. Wait, did,
2: did y'all see that tweet when it was Draymond and Steph next to each other, and like they put up a combined sixty-three points together?
1: Yeah, yeah I saw that point. Point. But hey. Uh. Nah, a Draymond is a great trash man player, man. I, that championship that. team, you don't, yeah, you, you don't, you don't win those championships without Draymond. Huh? The, in Game Seven, man, he went for seven for seven. They, they didn't win, but he showed he was the only one who showed up when everybody was down. You need everybody a trash man. Everybody needs Rodman. That's why Rodman. the Bulls were
0: so good. He, he is the ultimate glue guy for this Warriors team, and I think he'll he'll help them go. And not saying he's going to take people away from Steph, but he allows the offense to be run through him, uh, being kind of more of a point forward. Uh, and he does the dirty work, like you said. So, yeah, I mean, I think Draymond's huge for this game.
2: Yeah, well, it sucks that the words that the role players aren't doing anything. Kelly Oubre has been trashed from the three point line.
0: Yeah, and same same with Wiggins. Wiggins?
2: They're, oh, my goodness. Awesome. Wiggins,
1: Wiggins has been the biggest oh.
2: bust ever. Well, not the no, no, I take that
1: back. Be, uh, with Anthony Bennett's been the biggest bust ever. Yeah. It's just because Wiggins has so much potential, and it's just mind boggling. <laughs> Well
0: hey and, and Wiseman's been playing great as a second overall pick. I mean, real a, a bright spot in so far, not a great season. But I mean they're four and three and they're as of right now, they're in the playoffs. So I mean, a lot of people after those first two games were looking at, at the but the Warriors played what the the Nets and uh the Bucks the first two games of the year, two teams that were our top one. It's tough to come out in the year and, and have good games. So I mean I understand people jumping off the ship, but I think it might have been a little bit too fast. Um, but let's go ahead and move on because in our preseason predictions, Josie not not to say he he had a bad prediction, but he had, I called it to say a, I called
2: it. I called it.
0: He had a he had an out of left field prediction with these 76ers after coming off probably a very underwhelming year. Uh, he called it. He said that the 76ers will finish second. Right now they're six and one in the best team in the NBA. So Josie, what what kind of gave you that hint to this team's going to be good in the next couple in the next year?
2: Doc Rivers came in. Doc Rivers coming in and sort of being that coach that shows he can be.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then secondly, like the, the offseason additions that they got, they, they got Dwight Howard, who is basically a true backup to Joel Embiid for free, picking up three sharpshooters three, 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 like 40% the above three poor shooters. And like, you can see that doing it. You can see that right now. Seth Curry is on fire. He, he's on, he's, he has his rhythm. Tobias Harris is on fire this past week. He won, Uh, was it uh, NBA well, player of the week? I think East player of the week.
0: Yeah. yeah they, and then, player of the Week. yeah.
2: Yeah. And then it's like Doc coming in sort of rejuvenated the team. Like the Sixers are right now are the second best, second highest, team in the league what uh, involvement mm-hmm. which shows that they're getting everybody involved which doc has said that the more people you get along the more people you pass the more people you you get in the game you're able to sort of get more scoring opportunities and and and, and win games and that's that's what they're doing now yeah. they're 61 they're six and one. And the scary thing is i still think there's an extra like there's another level of, of offense efficiency and offense offensive growth that they haven't unlocked yet and that is scary Mm-hmm. They're 6 and 1 and they're putting up 100 100 plus 100, what I think they put up 140 points last time. Yeah. And that's scary. And like they have the potential to beat the Bucks and get to, the, to get to the Western Conference Finals. And I called that coming into the league because they finally had the 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 pieces around Joel and and Ben and Ben not having to play like Ben being able to go back to play a point guard and do what he does best and Joel basically have the ability to not play a ridiculous workload every single day and have a true backup in Dwight Howard. And we saw what Dwight Howard did last year with the Lakers, giving AD that the time he needs to rest and be able to come in to be efficient as he is. And it's paying off right now. I don't, it just, I think it's, they're It's, it's a little bit too quick to, to start. I I really hope that they keep it consistent and they be a top two team, but it's, it's 72 games. We're barely seven games into the 72 game season.
0: Yeah. And I think a big thing too, is if, if healthy, if this team stays healthy, um, so, yeah, I mean, it, I like the 76ers team. I like what they did in the offseason. Obviously, Doc Rivers has proven he's a good coach. Um, I don't think anyone thinks he's a bad coach. But I just think – I think he's a little overrated when it comes to um, – I, I like, little – he's a little overrated because I think he underperforms when he's supposed to do good. Like, if the expectation's here, he just kind of always – kind of short misses it, I guess you could say. With the,
2: like with the Clippers last year?
0: Yeah, with the Clippers last year. I mean, now he overachieved a couple years ago with the Clippers before they got Kawhi and Paul George when they were a really good team that had just Lou Will and, and, and Harrell and a couple other guys. But I I don't think – I think the 76ers at some point will implode, and I think it has to do with injuries and just things like that. But they, they are a good team. They're a very talented team.
2: That's uh, what I said since day one. Like, this year is a, is a boomer bust year. And yeah. right now the, the Sixers are booming, but if injuries and, and other things that are basically out of our control come in and affect that team, it could be a it could be a bust year. It's like they're a team made to win right now, and they're looking like a team to make to win right now and become maybe a, an NBA contender, NBA championship contender. Yeah. But it can easily go south real quick, and they can just basically everything can just be gone within within the matter of, of, of a couple of games and a couple of months.
0: Yeah, exactly, and I think things can change real fast for them. Um, the Toronto Raptors—they're one in five
1: right now. Brandon, do you have a reason why this team is one in five? Uh, I—I I, I think for them, it's too early in the season, like that like we can bash on them. You know, I just mm-hmm. think Pascal just needs to just get, find his find his groove and just start start going. You know, and same with Kyle Lowry, and i, I, I think um, I think also with Fred Fred and Fleet, they're gonna be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, they have, they've been in the situation before, you know, they were they've, you know, they've been in tough situations and then they bounce back, you know. Yeah. But I mean, everybody has a rough start, you know, um, and they end up fixing the job. And I think the Raptors are a good team that can get the job done at the end of the day. Yeah. So I think they're going to be fine. And, uh, and the rep, Jockum sat down. He
0: got sat for
2: Discipl- disciplinary reasons.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that hurt them at least in one game.
2: Yeah, the, the, the Raptors will always be a really good coach team. That's that's a given. I think the reason why the Raptors are not so good right now is a combination of them losing a lot of good players in the offseason.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Kyle Lowry's getting older. And then their stars and and, and, and Kyle and uh, OG and, and, and Siakam are having to play more than they, they had to because the rotation is very limited. And 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 sadly, like Siakam and, and OG are not playing at the level that we expect them to. And that sort of also causes them not to win. The amount of games that we expect them to win. So hopefully they pick it up and they can do better. I think they will. They're they're a really good coach team, so they should be able to fight for a playoff seed.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Well, there's there's really three teams right now in the in the East that are kind of surprising everyone: the Magic, the Knicks, and the and the Cavaliers. How long do you think these three teams can kind of keep up this pace of what they are doing, Brandon?
1: Man, I love seeing the Magic win. I, I love Cole Anthony. I, I love Markel Fultz. You know, it kind of hurt me when the 76ers really let him go because they didn't give him a chance to develop. So seeing him bl- blossom really makes me happy as a basketball player. And, uh, you know, I think Aaron Gordon is a great player. I mean, I don't think he's an all-star player, but I think, you know, if, he, if he's on your team and you have other good good uh, good guards and good other, you know, postmen or role players, you know, he, he, that can definitely be a winning team for sure. They definitely have the talent to be a solid team. Josie, you,
0: you, hey, you you, you. – you missed the Knicks because apparently the Knicks are going off this year because you said they were fighting for the first overall pick, but they said no. Still a joke.
2: They're still a joke. There will always be a joke until hey. until something happens in that in that in in, in, in in Madison Square Garden.
1: Hey, are they, I think they're on a four game win streak. Am I right?
2: They're on a two game win streak.
0: Okay, yeah, um, I was like, I don't think they've won four streaks. I believe they lost to the Pacers.
2: Early. I'm surprised. I'm surprised you didn't put your Pacers up there as a surprisingly good team. They're they three seed right now.
0: Okay, well, they, they are. are well the, but the patient everyone thought the patient would be a playoff team not a, not like a bad
2: maybe team. like an eight C, not a maybe a seven C, not a three C. am with josie on that one okay they're not gonna be a three C. that's what i'm surprised you to put them as a surprise like i the obvious are the the, the cavaliers the knicks and the the and, and the magic at two but i'm surprised you have to stay humble drew we gotta keep you humble your, your are at three come on you kind of have to be realistic here
0: Hey, well, I mean, we beat the Celtics. Hey, all I gotta say, guys, is hey
2: the Celtics are an average team right now. They're they're without Kimba.
0: we hey, we're we're a good basketball team. And with um uh Sabonis kind of stepping up and Owen Depot kind of sliding back into that kind of second overall position, I'm living my best life right now. I love the starting five. It's all good. But hey, huge shout out to Julius Randle um because he is balling out for the knicks and we love to see that he's a Dallas boy so we love to see Julius kind of balling out for these for those knicks um great to see that but that's it for our NBA talk we're going to take a quick time out here from our sponsor anchor.fm then we'll come back talk about some college hoops and we'll deuce out for this podcast and welcome back we're going to be talking about some college hoops now uh Got a couple of questions for you guys. Again, we're not going to go over individual games just yet. We'll start diving into that kind of probably more towards the conference championship and the uh, overall March Madness, maybe a couple of games and there. But a question for you, Brandon, I've been watching a ton of them play this year, and Houston's kind of always been in the probably top 15 last couple of years. But is Houston the real deal when it comes to college basketball? Uh,
1: In their conference, they definitely own the American Conference 100%. Mm -hmm there was a win the other day that I saw that, that, uh, yeah, they they, played beat. S- they beat SMU the other day. Uh, I think SMU is a pretty good team, but I mean, SMU is probably like this team that can, you know, either you beat them, you toss about the gym or they upset you and they win the game. But I think Houston is, is, I think 11 is, is worthy for them. You know, that they definitely own their, they win their conference every year. So I think they're fine, but, uh, when, once they get to the uh, Sweet 16, Elite Eight category, you know, then they start playing against some high major teams. Yeah. But the only team I would worry about in their conference right now is probably Houston in South Florida. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, hey, make makes sense. And like like you mentioned, I, they they are always in the NCAA tournament. They're like probably around the sixth seed, maybe the fifth seed, and they kind of get knocked. They they're. Sometimes they're known as, like, being an upset in those first couple rounds just because they are not a big school, but they're, you know, a good school when it comes to basketball. And Houston's kind of not known for basketball, but they produce some basketball talent. Shout out Darren Fox uh, and company. But so, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how they stack up against those other teams. They did beat Tech earlier this year, um, which, I mean, Tech is kind of becoming a bigger school with basketball. But we'll, we'll see how that kind of turns out as the season goes along. Now, there, there are a couple of conferences who are good at basketball. We've talked about this. But the Big 12 this year, I feel like, is kind of almost running the NBA. Or not the NBA. Excuse me. College basketball. Whoops. Thinking ahead. Um, are, are, Is the Big 12 the best basketball conference this year? What do you guys think? Josie?
2: It's always either the Big 12 or the ACC. It's always one of the two. And sometimes the SEC, it's just like, the SEC is like almost like a four year rotation. Like every four years, the SEC becomes really competitive. I think last year was one of those four years. Uh, The Big 12 has always had really good basketball teams. Again, going down from Baylor all the way down to TCU, it's everything, all those teams in between are really good. I think this year, the Big 12 will put seven teams in the, in the, in the tournament. Um, I just, I think that they're just that good and there's that stacked. I think it's also don't think the Big 12, if you're not a Kansas, even well, even Kansas does a really good job with keeping players for longer than one or two years. And I think that's really helpful for them. And again, it's part of that three or four year rotation. Like the people who have been there for three years know this, know the system, know know, where, know how to play, know how to play really well with the people around them. And, and, and this is a part of that rotation's happening right now.
0: All I gotta say is that's disrespectful to Big Ten basketball. Big Ten basketball is always one of the better teams. They got <laughs> Michigan, Wisconsin. Um, I mean, unfortunately, Indiana's terrible right now, but Indiana State,
1: they got uh, who else they got? They like got Illinois, a, Minnesota, yeah. Minnesota. Yep, they, they, yeah, that's a that's a that's a slept on one too, actually.
0: Michigan State, where's the love, boys? Big Ten basketball is where it's at. Uh, we haven't been great, I don't think we've really had a team that's kind of gone to the final four. I think Michigan was the last one, if I remember correctly. Oh,
1: you forgot Iowa. <laughs> I, a seed. oh well,
0: that's because that's because of Luca Garza. Yeah, facts. I was usually not that good, but he he's that good of a player. But I was doing good this year. But I, I, Brennan, do you think the Big Twelve is better than than any other conference right now?
1: Yeah, the Big Twelve right now, like they got Baylor number two, Texas four in the country. I mean, TCU has as Mike Miles doing work right now. Oklahoma has Davion Harmon. I then mean, you got Kansas. You got Texas Tech. West Virginia at Kansas the other night. Uh, k-state's got some studs but they're you know they'll they'll put they'll give you a dog fight oklahoma state got kate cunningham uh iowa state actually uh is actually a stunner for me because they've been pretty good over the last couple years well yeah they
0: they are yeah hey we're having some technical difficulties on our side today brandon went back to college back in oklahoma and he got that boo-boo wi-fi so (laughs) so he's gonna talk
2: about (laughs) tu whooping up on kansas
0: yeah i mean hey we were we were in the i was at my i was at my friend's it was at, it's all good brandon we got technical technical difficulties it's all good my friend i i let them know but um yeah we were at my friend's uh i was at the wedding this weekend my friend's wedding and we were watching the kansas uh tu game and honestly like the first half it seemed like it was a good one and then we changed it to football because everyone wanted to watch football and then texas Like we looked at the score and they won by 30 points or not 30 points, but very close to 30 points. Brandon, did you, did you catch that game?
1: Bruh, Texas was on fire. They were hitting everything. And also not having home court advantage is a big, big thing this year. Kansas has the house rocking. You know, they didn't have it rocking that game. So that's – I mean, I personally think that's a major reason why Texas was able to take that, uh, take that momentum and just run off with it, you know? Yeah. All, the, uh,
2: all the Big 12 teams, they're winning more on the road than they are at home. <laughs> like, uh, home court advantage is not a thing anymore. I think it's – for NCAA, it's more of a real thing. I think mm-hmm. for, for, for professionals, you're able to sort of isolate that, that, that outside noise to, be, to get in that zone for college. I think that's a real thing because you have these 18-year-olds who are coming from playing AAU ball deploying playing these like K Kansas Kansas is Kansas at Duke at UNC like at these at these states where these people get insane.
0: Yeah. No for sure. I mean Duke, you know, like you said Duke, those places have those crazy fans. It definitely plays a part we're not seeing that obviously this year. And I'm not saying it's affecting games you know every time, but it has affected a few games here and there. Um so yeah, it, I'll say this when we, when I think it was the first time I coached you, it was, I think, I believe it was shock smarts first year, maybe his second year. at yeah. did what he was trying to do with, um, with that team. I think it's starting to come to, to light for him. He's starting to start to make Texas a good team in basketball, which is interesting because they're, they're terrible in football. So the, the
2: crazy thing is everything. I hate Texas <laughs> with a passion.
1: No, nah, the crazy thing is, if I don't think if he didn't get Greg Brown this year, I think he would have been fired, hundred yeah. percent. But now, now I mean, you know, they're fourth in the country, and I'm they're can you, living. Can you tell me this, Brandon?
0: How did he grow hair? Because last time I saw him, he had, he was bald. Now he has a <laughs> whole whole head of hair. Now it's,
2: it's, it's
1: quarantine for you, man.
2: It's it's called <laughs> not getting a haircut in two in in, in six months.
1: Great yeah, honest. line, let it grow. Well,
0: I mean. I wouldn't say he looks good, but his team looks good playing basketball. So, uh, I mean, it'll be interesting. Honestly, I don't see Texas doing good just because I feel like the pressure will become too big for them, and they'll lose in the big game just because that's the way Texas always does things. It's
2: like, Always, like in football, like football. in basketball, like yeah. in baseball, everywhere. It's great when Texas loses.
0: And honestly. So, we'll let them have their fun for now, but hopefully at some point they lose. But you guys talk about – I guess you can say home court advantage, whatever you want to call it. But – The uh, 2021 NCAA tournament will be played in Indianapolis. Well, actually in Indiana, but majority of the games will be in Indianapolis. So shout out to my home state.
2: Drew, you you had an influence in that, man. You had to go talk to the people up in Indianapolis and say, move everything up here. I think you had to. You had the insider knowledge.
0: It sucks because IU won't be in it. And I don't – honestly, at this point, I don't believe any Indiana team will actually be in the playoffs. Butler probably has the best chance. I don't know how they're doing right now. Haven't seen, haven't looked at them in a in a while, but Indiana's not playing great. Notre Dame's not playing great. So those are our two best shots at uh getting into the or three best shots, excuse me, at getting into the tournament. But um we'll we'll see. But tournaments being played in Indiana to you guys, does that mean does that mean but, butler is in
1: the one and three right now? Yeah. So. We're
0: we're not getting in that damn thing, So um <laughs> uh, uh yeah. It'll be, it's tough because i won't get to see you, you guys won't get to see me wear my IU pants because IU probably thank won't you. make a you
2: thank, thank you. That's a, that, that's like something that saves us. We don't want to see that.
0: No, you want to see that. It's a, it's a I treat. like
2: the pants. I, I like, I like the craziness.
0: Treat. It is a treat. And then, and then whenever the game, before the game starts, I rip off my pants. So. Oh, whoa. Well, they're, they're ripaways. They're like what they wear yeah. in the actual games, man. It, it's, it's cool. And I used to wear it all day to school, but.
1: Tennessee wears those too, but <laughs> yeah, they're orange. <laughs> orange
0: is nasty, so got to stick with the red and white. I'm sorry, I went to an orange school too, Brandon, and orange is nasty. So,
2: <laughs> Maroon's where it's at. That's where it's at.
0: Yeah. Maroon. Josie, Josie is an Aggie, so he. I always
2: have to stick with the maroon.
0: Yeah, yeah. Brandon, Brandon's mom and, and your mom and your and your dad went to A and M, so he, he's an Aggie at heart, but he didn't go. So, exactly. Yeah, but. So the term, well, Drew,
2: you're, you're an Aggie. You're like you're an Aggie indirectly. Now you have to be. You're oh like, yeah, Indir- indirectly. I,
0: yeah, indirectly I am, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I'm. I'm full Aggie. She because because she's a two percent. So um it doesn't. That doesn't affect me fully.
2: <laughs> Not yet. So,
0: but does that mean the, the term being moved to Indianapolis and Indiana? Does that mean the NCAA is declaring Indiana as the? Basketball capital of the world, Josie.
2: Wait, isn't but isn't the NCAA headquarters in, 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 in Indiana? I mean, maybe. I, think, I don't know that. I think they are. I think their their headquarters are Indianapolis. I think so. It's like easier for them to have it there. I it just I thought Kansas would have been the, the basketball capital of the world because that's where it was invented and everything. Maybe, but it's, it's still in the middle of nowhere. Indiana's it, it's what
1: I use there, and they're really cool. Kansas stuff. is the uh, is the JUCO place not the ncaa
0: there you go kansas is the juco place well i i'll say this though um indiana is not central but it is very close to a lot of east eastern states and like the midwest it's where you get to kind of the west coast is a little bit further away but you're not going to travel all the way to new york or california so it's a nice middle spot um, there's absolutely nothing to do there so when teams travel there for the tournament they will not get in trouble because there's absolutely nothing to do that. And I will say that I've not seen a ton of Indiana basketball gyms, like high school gyms, but I've heard it's compared to like Texas high school football stadiums, whereas the gyms are bigger uh, in Indiana than they are in other places. Now we can't say that being from Coppell because we have a very nice arena and it's very big, but they're not huge stadiums all over Dallas like they are in Indiana. That, that's all I got to say. So there's probably some nice high school gyms that teams will be able to use to practice. Um, whereas if you went to Kansas, there's absolutely nothing for miles and miles and miles and miles.
2: Where, where where are they playing the games? Are they playing it
0: like at IU or what? They said majority of the games will be played in Indianapolis. Um, I don't believe there is an Indianapolis state like a, a school in Indianapolis, like a university. But there's definitely some high schools. Um, I'm a, but there's Bloomington IU. Is, is pretty close by. Um, I mean, they'll probably use the Pacers uh, court whenever arena. they can, or the arena, yeah, whenever they can.
1: What about when the, they, uh, what about Lucas the Colts. Oil, right? Yeah. Lucas will thing. probably be
0: used for the final fours. Probably, okay. yeah. And they did that a couple of years ago, I believe, when Butler played uh, Michigan's, no, when <laughs> he played Duke in the finals. Duke, yeah. I believe they were in Indiana. Um,
1: and then and then Duke beat
0: Michigan State there too for the championship. Yeah. So I, so yeah, I, I, they'll they'll have the final four probably at Lucas, but I believe probably other games will be held at some lower universities. IUPUI is in Indiana. Uh, they're a, not a big university, but they're a university, so they'll have a gym for us to use. So, and I, I mean, there'll be no fans, so it doesn't matter if you have a big you know stadium when it comes to like being able to sit people, but. All I got to say is it's a mad respect to the state of Indiana. Um, I will say the last couple of years, I've been kind of dogging on us when it comes to basketball because we don't produce the same talent. I use terrible. Indiana hasn't, Indiana Pacers have not been good at basketball recently. Notre Dame has been the best basketball team that comes out and that's not good if Notre Dame is the best basketball team. So shout out, but shout out to the state of Indiana for, for holding this down. So I got to say, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, my guys. I don't know about you guys.
1: A big sleeper right now in the SEC is Alabama. Uh,
0: they just upset Tennessee, right?
1: Yeah, they're letting go. They're letting uh, the, the the Jelly Kid, the light skin kid, just letting him just go play and get buckets. And I I think it's working for him. You know, he's a New Jersey kid, so he knows how to play basketball, and he came from Villanova, so he knows how to play high high level basketball. So I I think I think it's going to pay off for them in the long hey, run.
0: Oklahoma State, are there um.
1: They're, like, in the end. They're in the end right now in the conference. But they're,
0: but they're not able to uh, play. In oh, the- you're right.
1: Yeah, they can't even play. I forgot. Well, that, that, that
2: that's still pending. They're, the the investigation is still pending. So, it hasn't been completely – unless, oh, it, was, unless yeah. it was announced today. But last I checked, it was still pending. Yeah, I don't think it was pending.
0: announced. I, I just mentioned them because they lost to West Virginia last night, 87-84. But, I mean, they're 7-3. and three, And to many people, they have the best player in the country on their team. So – if 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 they can be in the tournament, uh, they might be a sleeper too. I know we've talked about them a little bit on this podcast, but I mean, I don't. Th- I think everyone's in kind of like agreement right now that I think Gonzaga looks like they're about to run the table because they they look good at basketball right now. <laughs> so, but that'll do it for our podcast here today. Uh, we had a great time talking to these guys about some NBA stuff and college basketball stuff. But if you guys want to check out more of our episodes, you guys can check us out. On Apple, Spotify, anywhere else you guys find your podcast, look us up at five out. That's five, like the number five, then IVE out. And then you guys can check us out there. While you guys are there, go ahead and hit the subscribe button as well as the follow button. If whatever the app tells you to do, hit that button. It is for free, the free. So why not do it? Show us some love and support. And then if you guys want to check us out on Twitter and vote on who has the best team that we picked today, Go to Twitter and look us up at five. Again, like the number five, then IV underscore out. Uh, Go ahead and follow us there as well. And we will see you guys next week.
3: A bus, a left, a right. I'm out of sight. I'm so I'm bouncing off the road. I'm in the mode. I'm in the boat I'm chaining charm. Hop out my big body form. Chain with the tongue Can't hey, forgive me what alarm. I'm. I'm hot, I'm looking good. Diamonds get some wood. Man, it's understood. Got money in my hood. I'm pushing big body. Can't stop me. For the nine and eight, got a being copy. I'm a crow slow, puffing on the Optimo. Hit the stove, I'ma go real slow, puffing on the Optigo. I'ma let the store. man. I'm looking clean. One more control. Wanna be a baller